Dropbit Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast. This is episode 110. 110. There's got to be some kind of crazy like thing to say about that. Two sticks no. in a butthole? I don't know. <laughs> what? It's probably not what they say. Like, I have heard that before. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah cool. In bingo, when they pull out yeah. the 110 yeah. ball. Yeah, that's right. Two yeah. sticks in a butthole. 110. <laughs> Normally they rhyme, but that one, that one no, is too good to let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You just sometimes you got to just roll with it. Yeah, yeah just got a hole with it. <laughs> just got a two sticks and a butthole with it. <laughs> well, we're off to a fucking excellent start today. Now it sounds like a KFC special lunch. Anyway, um, <laughs> or a dog's breakfast. All right, so we are here to talk about games and not crazy... uh, Bullshit. Bullshit, yeah, because we do that sometimes, but off to a great start. So, obviously, I'm Lucas, uh, BQ410, and my brother Matt is here. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Unemployed yet again. Yay! I'm getting used to it now. I was saying to Laura the other day, I was like, oh... You know, I probably should be stressing the fuck out right now, but I'm just kind of used to being unemployed now that I'm just like... Yeah, she'll be right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just too good to be stressed. Yeah, I mean, I can't pay my bills, but whatever. Yeah. It'll turn out okay. Paying bills is for suckers. <laughs> but we, we are here to talk about games, so we're not going to... Yeah, which is the upside of being unemployed. I get to play heaps of them, which is... That is kind of true. It's kind of shit that I didn't get the sack two weeks from now. Oh, I had a car accident too, so great week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are you driving? But, up right now, yeah. uh, Hyundai Tucson hire oh. car. Yeah, not bad, wow. eh? I thought they were going to give me a Getz or a Yaris or something. Yeah, one of the little pissy ones. Yeah, but they were like, you can have a Golf, a Lancer, or, or the Tucson. I was like, give me the Tucson. Yeah. Does it do burnouts? <laughs> Hang on, is that the Lancer from Gears of War? No. Nah. <laughs> that like, would have been a what? nerdy response. They're like, what? No, they're, they're like, yes. It is actually. There's one in the boot. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so you um, can chainsaw aliens. Yeah. In two weeks, Injustice Two comes out. So bad timing. Oh yeah. Because I would have preferred to be unemployed when that comes out. But yeah, then you'd give your hands a bit of a bloody caning, wouldn't you? Just playing that one for hours and hours. Yeah, and exactly. Hours. Burn some holes in my thumbs. Yeah. But um, no, nah, I've been playing a lot of VR stuff actually. We never really talked too much about the VR games that I've picked up on the PSVR. No, I find there's not really normally much reason to talk about them. Yeah. Like, they're, they've been kind of under the radar, a lot of them. Like, there hasn't been a lot of really big releases. Yeah, or... there hasn't been, like, any standout games. Yeah. One of the ones that I got, I think, is a decent one, Tethered, mm-hmm. um, which they just actually released an update for to make it playable without VR. Okay. And at first, um, so the way it works is basically Tethered is a strategy game where you're a god, basically. Mm-hmm. And you control these little guys. I can't remember what they're called, but they're these little... Minions? Gremlin-looking dudes who... Okay. Like, like the good they, gremlins? The good ones, yeah. Oh, whatever like they're Mogwais. called. Yeah, Mogwai. Okay, cool. Except not exactly. Like, they have the ears and shit. Like, oh. Mogwai ears. Yeah. Anyway. Can you get them wet? Yeah. Um... Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. That'd be bad. Yeah. But um, <laughs> basically the idea is that it's a strategy game with like, it's like a floating rock and there's like a totem pole thing and one of them spawns and then you basically increase your population and farm food and all kinds of stuff. And when it turns to nighttime, these slug things appear and basically will attack your guys. So you have to train up some defensive like warriors and shit to fight them um, and progress and get points and whatever to meet whatever the objectives for that level will be. So is it just a like a tower defense type thing? Not really. It's like a... So the way that these kind of games generally work is that you'll jump from 
a viewpoint to another okay. viewpoint. So yeah. there's these little clouds, and if you look at them, it highlights it or whatever, and you press X, and it swaps your view over to that cloud to mm-hmm. change your perspective around this floating island so you can get different views of where you guys are. And you basically, the point is to just collect these, this like spirits, floating spirits that pop up when you complete objectives or something. I don't really know. Okay. It's just a cool little game. And at nighttime, these slug things come along and you've just got to stop them from killing all your civilian guys. Okay. Yeah. Sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, how does it work with the VR? Like, is that something that is 360 or? Yeah. Well, because you get to float around the island with Mm -hmm. those viewpoints, but you can like lean in and it gives you the whole, you like look around and see the whole, all the area around you and whatnot. Yep. But then when you change it, when you play it without VR, which they patched in, um, the first time I turned it on, there's two control methods without VR. And one is where you use the six axis in your controller to basically replicate the movement of your head with the VR. Okay. So you tilt the controller to change your viewpoint to like look around. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's super sensitive and oh, controls be, fucking terribly. Yeah. So where I first started it, that was the default setting. And okay. I'm trying to play it and like the slightest movement of your hand wobbles things around. Yeah, which just... is shit ass. But um, it certainly doesn't help. Yeah. So I played that for a little while and cracked the shits with that fucking control method. <laughs> Turned it off. And then I was thinking to myself, surely that's not the only control method. Like, there's no way they shipped it like yeah, that. Yeah. So I turned it back on to give it another crack, and I went into the options, and you can change it so that the right stick controls your camera like every other game. Awesome. So I did that, and it was perfect. Yeah. Um, I wonder why they defaulted to the other one then. Yeah, I don't know. It seems but, kind of silly. Yeah. For a VR game, I think it's probably one of the... Probably one of the best... Yeah, on the PSVR that I've mm-hmm. played, like I haven't bought any of the eighty dollar ones. Yeah, because I feel like VR is not something that you can sit down and play for like yeah, long, long yeah, like of eight time. hours straight or whatever. Yeah. Like for even two or three hours, mm. I think is getting to the excessive point with VR. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, and so I don't. Just personally, I don't really feel that it's. Um, value for money to pay 80 bucks for a VR game. Now, I understand from a development point of view, they probably take as long, if not longer, to make. Mm. Um, but actually, probably probably about the same amount of time. It's just a different development because you're working on using the head tracking instead of the right stick, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just... I tend to not buy games that are that expensive because they just, um, yeah, like in general, I prefer to get stuff that's on special. And I, I know that I'm not going to play. Like I paid 550 bucks for the PSVR in the first place and mm. then pay, like I already know that I'm not going to use it that often. Yeah. So it's a pretty big purchase as it is. And then to buy all the games to have a nice repertoire of shit to play on it to get your money's worth out of the system to go into the store and see a bunch of titles listed at $80 yep. it's kind of like oh man am I really gonna like this there's shooters and stuff like that that are like decent quality but there's a lot of smaller games that are a lot cheaper as well so for example Eve Gunjack I think was like 10 bucks or something and I think I may have talked about that on another podcast but that yeah, was basically I I a shooter talking about it yeah, yeah which was really good so that one was that one tethered and probably the Arkham Knight VR thing was pretty mm-hmm. Arkham VR was pretty cool yeah but I've played a bunch of other stuff that I can't quite remember I think that was just on special too yeah a bunch of the VR games were on special during the Easter sale I was spewing I was unable to purchase any yeah <laughs> Because there's a bunch of stuff on there that I've been looking at that I would like to try out on the VR. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess I'll wait until the next time there's a sale. Yeah, that's right. But um, the other VR game that I played was one made by a Perth company called Stirfire Studios. Oh, yeah. And it's the game is called Symphony of the Machine. 
And basically, the idea of it is that you're on the top of this tower and there's a beam of light in the centre of the tower and you've got to use mirrors and other tools to reflect that beam to hit one of four different panels around the tower. And the panels do different things. So one is sunlight, one is rain, one is windy, like wind. Yeah. And one is... I don't even remember. Daytime, nighttime? Um, no, it's sun, wind, rain. I don't know, whatever. Maybe there's only three. <laughs> no, I think there's four, but whatever. You get the point. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as you progress, it gives you tougher... Um, well, basically, the point of manipulating the weather with this stuff is to make these plants grow. So there's this little floating robot thing that acts as your kind of guide, and it pops up a little picture that explains what your task is and mm. it'll get a pot for a plant yeah. and bring it over to you and then it'll bring a seed and you put the seed in and then it says okay step one rain or whatever it happens to be so yeah. you've got to so you're gonna go do that direct the light at the rain one and then yeah. it'll like a little meter next to the plant will like go, go up a little bit mm-hmm. and the plant will grow slightly yeah and you've got to do each step in the correct order for it to fully grow. And then you move the plant over to the side and do another one. Oh, okay. So, uh, sounds interesting. A bit repetitive though. Yeah. Well, at the end, I mean, it was challenging, sort of challenging enough, but it's not a very long game either. I think I played it for maybe an hour and a half, two hours and beat the whole game. Okay. Maybe not even that long. Yeah. But, um, I didn't mind it too much. It would have taken less time, except that that little robot was fucked. Oh. Like, so basically what happens so is... it's no claptrap. No. <laughs> As you progress through the game, the challenge, like the, the requests for what you have to do get more and more difficult. So you've got to point it at um, clouds and fucking... Oh, it's overcast, raining, windy, sun. Oh, there Those you go. are the four. Yeah. So you've got to say, aim it at overcast and rain. Mm-hmm. And so it'll give you like a T-shaped pipe. That you've oh, got okay. to put over the light and it shines in two directions and then you use a mirror to, to redirect direct it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then as you progress further, it gives you these pieces of glass that have a snowflake or flame on them mm-hmm. and you put them in front of the um, light and it changes it to either fire or snow. Oh, so okay. you can make it lightning or you can make it snowing or yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to use those to solve the different puzzles. Yeah. And then, yeah, but the shit thing about it is that that little robot, you've got to pick things up off it or you can plant because you move around by sort of jumping mm-hmm. to places rather than walking because okay. it's VR. Yeah. yeah you just fair. jump. Mm-hmm. And so if you need to move a mirror, rather than you can't hold onto it and jump. So you've got to put it on that little robot and he'll hold it mm-hmm. and then it'll float over to you when you're at the new spot and you can grab it off him. Yep. Which is a great idea and concept, except that the fucking robot kind of has some kind of AI where it dodges stuff. So it can track really weirdly to get to you and take ages or it can get stuck somewhere and you have to like jump to get it to move and then jump back. And then if it passes through where the beam is, it blocks the beam so if you're standing there trying to adjust a mirror to just the right thing and that fucking robot's just like moving around you wildly and then it'll just stop sitting in the front of the beam and you're like well fucking hell (laughs) right and then when the plant's grown you've got to put the plant on the robot so that you can go over to this corner that's designated for the plants yeah and then you go over there and once you get I think there's seven plants all together that you make Mm -hmm. once you get to like five it starts getting like Try, like getting stuck and then it'll float down under them and move oh, around wow. and you can't like if a mirror at one point a mirror glitched to being on the floor yeah. I don't know how but I had no way to pick it up because you're holding the DualShock 4 yeah. and the camera's pointing at you and you can see when you look down you can see the sil- like the controller yeah. you don't have any hands mm-hmm. it just, you just see the controller floating in front of you yeah. and it highlights the buttons that are necessary for like moving around or whatever Okay. Yep. so left and right on the D-pad rotates your view 
mm-hmm. and like whatever the pickup buttons for stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, so what happens is the camera tracks you, where your controller is because you pick up stuff by moving the controller close to it and pressing both triggers. Okay. And then yeah. you can pull the controller back towards you and a mirror moves towards you or the T-pipe or whatever. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Now, it it does that by the light bar on the controller. Mm-hmm. So if you move, if you try and lift up to, because your beam can be directing upwards towards these panels. Oh, yeah, if you yeah. try to lift up, Sometimes it loses where the controller is if you go out of the frame. Oh, yeah. And when you do that, the mirror just disconnects from your controller and starts automatically going back to where it was first. Yeah. But the problem is if it's on the floor, you've got to reach down, which is on the floor of your house, which Mm -hmm. is out of the range of the camera view. Yeah. Or it's in the camera, but it's not in the zone that they... Designate part of the game. Yeah. Yeah. So... I had to, wow. yeah, it was a real struggle. You press up, op- you hold down options to recenter the screen when mm-hmm. you're playing on PSVR. Yeah. And so I figured that if I was sitting down low and I pressed options, it changed the whole yeah. perspective of the game. So I was way more close to the ground, but it was a massive fuck around to try and figure it out. Yeah. And then it's you'll be trying to, trying to move a mirror around or whatever, and it'll clip in and out because mm-hmm. your control is just like yeah, you're rotating just, the controller all the way around to get yeah. the right angle and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So stuff like that was really kind of fiddly mm-hmm. and annoying. I like the concept as a puzzle game. Yeah. But there was the controlling that controller thing was super fucking frustrating. Yeah. And that robot like trying to put a plant on it to go and put the plant away. Mm. I got to one point where I was standing next to an empty space next to all my plants and I was waiting for the robot to come towards me. And then it went under the pl- other plants, so I can't get what it's holding. because because yeah, it's on the other side. Well, because all the other plants are in the way, so yeah. I keep picking up the wrong fucking thing. Yeah. And then it goes behind them and up, and then it goes like three meters in the air <laughs> and, you and can't sort of moves it. around side to side <laughs> and then slowly comes back around around this p- other pylon. And, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then another problem with the robot is like, when you're starting and you pick up that pot and then it goes to get the seed from its little teleporty thing. Yeah. If you hold your controller towards the pot, press the triggers and it doesn't quite select properly yeah. or the controller glitches out, the pot stays on the fucking robot and it goes over and picks up the other thing. And so then the pot over there? No, it brings oh, both okay. over. So you've got to try and get it and then you pick up the pot and it'll move away and you're yeah. like, fucking come back with my seed, man. <laughs> So there was just a little shit like that that could probably be patched out. But overall, I think it was decent. It was pretty short. Um, there's an endless mode afterwards where you can fuck around and, and mess with the different weather. Because there's only X amount of weather, yeah, that's different right. weather different types you, you can do. do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the like hour and a half that I played it, I basically got all the trophies. Although some of the trophies were like popping. I'd read the description... And I'd read the description of one and it'd be like, get all the, I don't know, put five things on the robot at once. And then another one would be get a rainbow, right? And I'd put all the five things on the robot and the rainbow one would pop. And I'd be like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then I made a rainbow and the five objects one popped. I was like, how the fuck does that work? (laughs) So there's something fucking bit buggy. Yeah, there's something buggy in their code there. Yeah. But anyway, so that's the two. At least you got them. Yeah. Um, I... Probably should stop talking about VR stuff, but there's just the one more thing. VR um, experiences that I got. Um, there's these three short experiences that I got sent codes for that are basically between about 12 to 17 minutes each. So the experience is... It's basically just a 360 video that you watch with a VR headset. Okay. So... And do these cost money? Um, yeah, I'm not sure how much they are though. Maybe if you want to look up the PlayStation Store while I'm talking. Sure. Um, one of them is called David Attenborough's First Life. And basically, so yeah, like I said, it's a 360 degree video. So you just sit in your chair and you just move your head around and look around the space while it goes on, it plays out around you. Mm-hmm. Um, of the three, my favorite was probably the David Attenborough one. Um, it was CGI. 
so it wasn't filmed with a 360-degree camera. It was all computer-generated because the idea of it is that it's talking about the building blocks of life on Earth, basically. So it goes back 500 million years ago. Basically, it explains the steps that led to us being here. But the video itself, it specifically talks about from bacteria up to like the first creatures living in the sea that were like had exoskeletons and shit like that before anything even went onto the land. Wow. And it's really cool because it's based on presumably fossils and stuff that have been found and they've gone, mm. oh, yep, that was 500 million years ago. But they recreate via their graphics these creatures that no one on earth has ever seen before mm-hmm. and so there's they he goes oh this one for example is a sea scorpion of some description it used to grow to a meter long damn and it's you see these scorpions like kind of fighting each other over a carcass of some other fucking little beetle or something that they're trying to eat not little, obviously, because yeah. they're a meter long each. Exactly. And then this thing like comes out over your head, and he's like explains that that's the largest invertebrate ever, or something. And wow. it's like pretty cool. Graphically, it was a bit of a letdown, but that's kind of par for the course with PSVR yeah. because of aliasing and textures and stuff. I would well, it's be- funny here. It says um, I can't find on the PlayStation Store at this moment, but I got sidetracked. Yeah. Uh, it actually says. Um, that this is going to be screened at the Australian Museum. A 15-minute film narrated by uh, David Attenborough, and it doesn't have a date for it, but yeah, it's going to be a, uh, a VR experience at the Australian Museum. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. I mean, I'd be interested to see how it plays on the PS4 Pro with the added power. Oh, yeah. But um, even with the slight... Slightly disappointing graphics. I quite enjoyed that one. Yeah. The other two were ones that were filmed using a submersible ship with a 360 camera. Oh, here we go. It's 10 bucks. That's no, not too bad. It's like for a 15-minute video. It's kind of exy. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But um, it was pretty cool. But yeah, the other two, one was Cocos Islands, uh, Cocos Shark Islands. Mm-hmm. And it's basically this island where underwater currents converge there or something and there's a bunch of nutrients in the water so the plant life and marine life there is fucking unreal mm-hmm. and it tracks these different sharks that are in the area because there's heaps of them and shows some really cool underwater footage of you know fish swimming all around you and sharks and how the sh- sh- um, white tip reef sharks hunt together at night time and during the day they just go their separate ways and then at night wow. they and they like get into all the coral and shit like that Super interesting. Yeah. Um, the other one was Atomic Ghost Fleet, which is about about Bikini Island in the Pacific what, what? in the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> where, That's where they film Girls Gone Wild, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the Americans tested a Don't bunch. Google of, that. <laughs> the Americans tested a bunch of atomic weapons there from 1946 to 50 something or yeah. other, and they used a bunch of old World War One ships, which weren't that old, but they had yeah, shitloads of them. So yeah. they're like, let's blow some up. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Know, it's Mythbusters. So they put a I bunch of ships style. there. Yeah. <laughs> so they put a bunch of ships there and blew up some atomic bombs to see what the effects were on those ships. Um, and yeah, they blew up shitloads of bombs and all these boats are like pretty much perfectly intact except for rust wow. under the ocean. I mean, there's holes in the hull and shit yeah, where okay. they've fucking gone down. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it was following these three particular ships that were of interest. Um, cool. And, yeah. Worth it? Um, the video ones were okay, but I don't know if it was... I don't know. I've never used a 360-degree camera, so I don't mm. know. And I don't watch that many 360-degree yeah. videos. But yeah. there's sort of lines in oh, the okay. footage where you can see where it's like joined together two bits oh wow and so you're looking around and you can see where the image ha- is slightly offset because the oh, no it doesn't shit. line up quite right or something yeah. wow that's and weird. there was some overlap and shit like that so it was really kind of off-putting mm. i would have liked to have had a more smooth, seamless kind of yeah experience. seamless experience yeah. which is weird because I've, I've done it a few times with the um the samsung yeah you know, with the samsung headphone or headset and whatnot 
and even played a few of the games that they've made on you know that kind of technology and shit yeah. like that. But yeah, I never really noticed it too much, and I watched a lot of them. Yeah, like well, over the last year and a half, you know, I've watched a fair few. Maybe, and I never know. really noticed that much of a join issue yeah. in most of them. It might have just and now been the cameras are getting better as well. Yeah, um, it might have been an old camera. Could have been, yeah. yeah. And I don't think I've watched any real underwater stuff either. So maybe it's a it's more noticeable tech. probably underwater. Yeah, yeah. Because I have watched a fair few of them, and you, know, you just seem to be able to look around, and it's like kind of being there. Yeah, you know, which is kind of cool. it was cool. I could like turn around in my seat. Yeah, and see the submersible behind me because mm. the camera obviously hangs out in front of it, oh, and okay. you can see the guys inside with cameras of their own. Wow, and um, photos and shit. Yeah, and yeah. just like pointing out stuff and things like that, which is yeah. pretty cool. Mm. But um, yeah, it's a bit different. The Ghost Fleet one was actually really interesting because they used picture in picture as well, so you'd be like looking at this ship in front of you mm. and then a square would pop up in front of you that showed footage of that ship getting kamikaze bombed in World War 2 or stuff like oh, yeah. that that's pretty cool just to be like this ship is the a USS Saratoga which was had he's like it had a teak Indian teak deck wow. that cost fuck. a million dollars and it lasted for ages and it got kamikaze bombed three times in one <laughs> go wow and still stayed up. Yeah, exactly. And then the next one they showed was a Japanese warship that was like the last Japanese warship remaining that got captured and it was like a command ship. Mm-hmm. And it was the one where from the bridge of it, the Admiral was ordered the attack on Pearl Harbor. And the Damn. Japanese warships have these like massive pagoda looking thing that looks like one of those Japanese pagoda type buildings. Wow. wow. Yeah, it was cool as. And then it would show footage of it as well and then footage of the crew all lined up when they got captured and everything like that. Oh, shit. So that was super interesting. The shark one I thought wasn't very climactic Mm. because they were like, ooh, these ones hunt at night and they go into the coral and it would play music to build suspense. And then just fizzle out. Yeah, well, it showed one like he's like, they look for fish that are sleeping at night time. Oh, yeah. And this one fish... Is out and they're like he's like oh when it when they get them out they slowly track them and wait for the right a time to pounce mm-hmm. but it never fucking pounced it oh. just like swam away and the shark swam away following it <laughs> I was like oh that's great and then it shows like fucking thirty of them all swimming around on top of each other in this coral wow. which was pretty cool to see yeah. but no fish came out oh. you never got to see him attack yeah. so I was like well that was kind of anticlimactic <laughs> so. To order them in three, it goes um, First Life, the Ghost Fleet one, and then then the Shark one. But yeah, it was pretty cool to watch them. And I was kind of glad that they were short because it was nice to have that experience. Yeah. I think 10 bucks is probably, you're right, it's probably a bit expensive. Mm. But Well, um, I mean, I was just wondering as well, like with, with the VR on the PlayStation, do you have access to be able to watch the YouTube clips because there's thousands yeah. of them now. So. I'm pretty sure I read the other day that um, you can use the YouTube app to watch 360 oh, degree cool. stuff. Because that's all I may do. be completely wrong. That's but. basically all you do or all you have to do on the Samsung. Yeah. And you basically put those goggles on your head and it splits your vision so you've got you know a lens directly going onto each half of your phone and the phone splits the image into the left side and the right side yeah, of your and phone. Yeah, like so, a blocker in between. Yeah, so yeah. you can see it completely with just 100% of you know, each eyesight kind of thing. And, yeah. You know, YouTube does it automatically now, which is kind of cool. But anyway, that's old tech. Where everyone knows about that. Um, and there's lots of those. So Yeah, you can do that on the YouTube app on the PlayStation with PSVR. So yep. I might check that out. Yeah, at some point because there's a shitload of videos there. Yeah, yeah which is pretty cool. And it is really quite good cool ones. to yeah. um, to be able to do that as well. Mm. Yeah, well, it's, it's definitely a bit of tech that they they need to you know, be able to add because if they yeah. missed out on that, then that's a huge thing to miss out on. Yeah, and it yeah. just adds to the value because, like we've said, I mean, there's a fair amount of games out now for the PSVR. Mm. I've got like 15 I think yeah and I haven't bought a lot of them yeah and so there's yeah. a fair amount out there that I still haven't got but um yeah you 
I use the Plantronics Rig 4 VR headset that fits mm-hmm. over the VR oh, yeah. unit. I think I may have mentioned it before, but that is mm-hmm. probably... If you're getting a PSVR, I would definitely suggest pick one, picking one of them up because it fits perfectly over the headset yeah. and you get that 360-degree sound as well. Oh, I mean, you get great. it with the in-ear yeah. bud ones that you get with it. Yeah, but to it's have not as good. Yeah, well, to have over the ear is always going to be better for an yeah. immersive experience. They're not noise-canceling, but they work mm. really well and they're comfortable and lightweight. Yeah. So And they have a microphone. Boom. Oh, okay, cool. Pulls down, so Boom. good for. Um, there's actually a lot of multiplayer games out for the PSVR now. Well, that's kind of a, a good segue into something that I wanted to discuss that I got to try just recently. Mm-hmm. Um, the I just recently went away for the weekend and borrowed a pair of um, uh, Glyph headsets. The the um, I think the company's pronounced. Um, Avgant, Avgant, something yeah. like that. Um, basically, these headphones are, are like just cans on your head. Yeah. Um, but where you've got the holder across the top of your head, where your normal strap is, basically that connects the ears. Yeah. There's two, like you you pull them down, so you twist the whole thing over your eyes, and they go. That goes in front of your eyes, and there's two projectors right in front of your eyes. What? So, yeah, you've got, like, nose holders, basically, like sunglasses that clip into it, and it just sits on your face. Um, there's also a clip that you can have that goes from the cans that goes across your head and holds it all in place as well. Yeah. Um, you can use them just as normal headphones, so you just either connect by Bluetooth or you've got, like, direct plug in with a, a normal audio cable but you can plug it into xboxes bloody anything hdmi yeah can go straight into the headphones um or you can do it directly from the xbox oh sorry from the um uh they have like a video plug in as well for iPads and for Samsung oh, yeah. and you know all that so kind of shit as well. Your phone or whatever. Yeah, um, and you can just watch videos directly. Now the difference with these is, which I thought was really fucking awesome, is that they sit right in front of your face. So instead of looking at a screen like you do with anything else, yeah, they actually project directly onto your retina. That is so, insane. Yeah, so it's not like you're like. There's all the focus things, like you can actually twist them and move the things across so you've got full vision. Yeah. But it actually does shoot the projection straight onto your retina. And how does it no, work if no you move, eye strain, if no you move your eyes around, does it mess with it? Um, yeah, like you, if you move your eyes way up or down or whatever, yeah. then it can't project straight onto you. But when you're sitting there, you're just looking forward. Yeah. And you can do it from almost any angle. So you can lie back and that's have them bizarre. On your head. You can be sitting straight up, and there's no, like, there's no strain. Like if you're watching something on an iPad on a plane, yeah, you have to have your head tilted. With yeah. this, you can just sit up normally, and they're right there constantly yeah. in front of your eyes. How's the peripheral like? Still fine. Do yeah, you-, you can still look around. Like you can still look down, see hands and things yeah. like that. But they're as far away as your sunglasses or your yeah. glasses, so they're all right there. But you can still see around. Does the peripheral view kind of mess with your viewing experience or? Uh, it didn't seem to too much. Like as long as you're just resting and you're looking forward, you're look, yeah. just looking straight, then it seems to be you know, no problem at all, which is good. Yeah. You know, I I enjoyed the fact that it didn't totally immerse me as well yeah. for that reason. Yeah. Because if you are just sitting there playing a game or watching you know, you can still look around, which yeah, is kind of You can of be cool. aware of if someone's sneaking up on you, whereas VR... You're fucked. You have no You're fucking dead as idea. fuck, yeah. If yeah. the murderer comes in the room, you got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was sitting there the other day playing all those VR things, mm. and Laura was sitting on the couch. So I get a chair from the dining table and put it in front of the TV rather than sitting on the couch. Which that, makes it hard for her to watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but whatever. Well, I have, well, I, I have it still playing on the TV, so it puts it as a normal single view. Oh, okay. So you're so, taking up all the shit. Yeah, so she's watching it. 
she's watching what's going on on my screen. I was playing Symphony of the Machine and I took the headset off and sort of put it down on the couch and she's like, whoa. Because <laughs> the whole screen's just going, whoa. <laughs> but yeah, I put the headset on and then I take it off again and she's fucking gone. I'm like, and then I put it on again and then I take it off and she's like, mid-step coming back to the couch and she just like stops like what what happened and I'm like fucking Jesus <laughs> freaking me out <laughs> you could just go up and just poke someone in the ribs oh, and shit, totally yeah. fuck them up <laughs> that's why I don't play horror on it man yeah, just cause exactly. other people will fuck with you the oh, game could be oh, yeah. just like have you at a high level of suspense but be a shit game someone fucking pokes you in the ribs or like tickles yeah, your neck attack. or something yeah. yeah you'd probably fucking swing an elbow at them <laughs> get a move controller in the head yeah, yeah anyway I wouldn't do it so yeah the Avagant or Avagant or whatever yeah. Avagant Glyph Glyph yeah definitely worth it um a lot of it's pretty expensive um yeah. from what I saw it was around five to well Amazon UK's got it at the moment for 500 pounds yeah but they don't they don't send them to Australia. Yeah. Um, Not available in Australia, yeah. I don't think. So it's, it's probably going to be Australian at the moment. It'd be seven, 800 bucks. If yeah. you can find somewhere that's going to send it to you. But um, give it time. They'll be here soon. Yeah. Probably yeah. by the end of the year, I reckon. Because mm. yeah, the I thing I was so. just reading said that they were at CES 2016. Yes. Yeah. So and surely they'd be worldwide shipping soon yeah exactly and they're pretty fantastic they've just recently updated as well to add all of the vr stuff as well the head tracking and yeah, whatnot yeah so you can watch the 360 movies and mm. things like that which is fucking awesome mm. you know i don't know if they're going to be able to work with things like playstation vr and things like that probably not because it's well it has all yeah. the lights for head tracking and shit like that yeah that's right and you need yeah. to be able to connect to your um yeah, your controllers and yeah, things and like that. that which, yeah, so it's just just purely as a home, like a portable solo cinematic experience. Yeah, because you can get Netflix and shit on your phone. That's right. Or yeah. Plex and stuff like that, mm. and just whack your fucking glyph straight thing into, into the phone yeah. and watch bloody Orange Is the New Black on 190 inch screen in yeah, front of you exactly. while on the train while or something. While on the train and shit. Yeah. I mean, you look like a complete flog. Yeah. But you look like that cares. dude out of fucking X-Men. Yeah, Cyclops. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that digger. Um, anyway. That's the good thing about the peripheral vision because you can still see people laughing at you. Yeah. And then shoot them with your eye laser. <laughs> yeah. You can see them <laughs> coming up to steal you. your wallet or steal <laughs> your bag right. off the seat next to you. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it, it is a pretty cool idea. It's, um, yeah, it sounds you know, like pretty cool. Eventually, tech. you know, I suppose the thing that annoyed me a little bit with it, which, you know, it's going to be a thing, um, because they're on your head if you're using them just as cans, uh, and you've got oily hair, for instance, it's going to get them on the um, mirrors on, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because it's, yeah. it's I, the thing I read said it uses micro mirrors. Yeah. Which is just basically like your little um, lenses. Yeah. But it doesn't sit directly on your eye, but you still would want to be able to wipe that off without too much drama. Yeah. Um, They need to put like a compartment on one of the cans. You can pop it open and pull out a microfiber. That'll work. Yeah. Or put windscreen wipers on it. There you go. (laughs) Now you're thinking. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because it was fucking cool to have an opportunity to have a bit of a play with that. That is very cool. I watched... um, I watched Happy Gilmore, which was rad. So, nice. <laughs> of all the things to watch, I was like, yeah. fuck yeah, Happy Gilmore just got released on Netflix. Oh, did you see the new Adam Sandler movie? It's called like Sandy yeah. Wexler or something. Yeah. I watched it the other day. Laura got about a quarter of the way through it. She hates Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to see this one out. Uh-oh. And it goes through the whole movie with all this awkward shit. Spoiler alert. It's not a great movie <laughs> but I'll fucking give a spoiler alert anyway in case you don't want the ending ruined <laughs> yeah thanks but they um, basically he's a PR guy or an agent or whatever and at the end he sings um, there's no business like show business and there's yeah. all these famous people around him <laughs> and they're kind of singing along with him and I got to the end and I was like you just made a two hour movie so you could fucking do that <laughs> that was the entire reason because yeah. I watched it and I was like that is the 
Mate, he was like, there's no business like, I'm going to make a movie out of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, you're a fucker. Well, that's Adam Sandler, really. Like, Netflix knows that he's one of the most watched people yeah. in cinema history at the moment. Man, he's hate, love, you either love him or you hate yeah. him. And I yeah. fucking love him. Yeah, I don't I give a like shit. I watch every movie but and I, I was just laugh. Re- I was reading an article about it the other day and he's been... Um, like, there's been over a billion hours of Adam Sandler streamed worldwide yeah. through Netflix now. He's real famous like, in, like, other countries, yeah, not South America, America and yeah. stuff like that. It's really fucking huge. Yeah. So, a billion hours, though, is a fuckload of... Ooh, like, I, I think they streaming. gave him, like, a five-movie deal or something mm. like that. Like, yeah. exclusive... Because he was with Sony. I think it's nearly all those, all those Sony emails came out and were, like, all the ones that were hacked... Yeah, and the ones came out from the executives going like, "Ah, oh, who cares? We can just put out another shitty Adam Sandler movie." Yeah, that's right. And then for some reason, he doesn't work with Sony anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. But um, yeah, nah, he's. I think there's three so far that have been done. Yeah, and I was like talking about. I liked all of them. So yeah, they're all pretty silly. Yeah, but, anyway. but I because he's just like at this point, he's like, "Man, I got Netflix money. I can do whatever the yeah, fuck exactly. I want." Exactly. He's got all his mates. And Netflix and, are like, yeah, just do whatever you want. Yeah, and a good budget too, because <laughs> yeah. they're just throwing cash at him. Yeah. Like, the second one was the one where, I know we're not talking about games right now, but whatever. <laughs> if you've made it this far, you fucking either yeah, love a suit or fucking don't give a shit, yeah. whatever. The second one's the one where him and David Spade fake their own deaths. That's right, yeah. And there's like explosions and gunshots and shit. Yeah. The money that would have been spent on doing that. For the dumbest fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking and it's just like dick and fart jokes all the way through it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was pretty good, wasn't it? But anyway, we'll go back to games, right? Sure. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, for watching Netflix and shit, that thing would be awesome Mm. on the train or just like on your lunch break or whatever. For a plane trip, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Things like that. All that kind of shit. Laying in bed. Yeah, laying in bed, you can do it pretty easily, you know. And the good thing about it was that they, they hug your ears well enough that it doesn't move around yeah like you know where you wear some headphones and it's almost like they tried to design them so that you don't even feel them on your head yeah but these ones actually do have enough pressure on your head that they actually do stay but it's not enough that it gets painful yeah so how they feel after like a two-hour movie experience still felt all right you know taking them off was a bit bizarre yeah. Just because there is that pressure on your head and you've got your focus so much and yeah. but yeah, I guess that's gonna be the same with any kind of you know, experience yeah. where it's right on your face and it's immersive in a little yeah. way. But yeah, I don't know. I did find that I had a few times where I'd I'd stop it for a reason, you know, like I'd get up and go and get a drink or something yeah. and you know, just little things like that. So it wasn't a full two hour session yeah. right in a row, but yeah. I mean, if I was on a plane, I probably would, you know, where you don't have the reason to get up. Yeah. And, yeah, so... you got to take it off to because they're like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need to wear pants. It's like, but I'm watching Adam Sandler movies. Fuck off. Why are you in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want any fucking peanuts. <laughs> I said popcorn, bitch. Anyway. <laughs> That's right. Oh, it got crazy. Yeah. Um, so the other game I've been playing, which we were nice enough to receive a code for, um, is Sniper Ghost Warrior 3. Yeah, buddy. Um, playing on Xbox One. Yeah, on the Xbox One, which uh, is... I'm kind of hoping did get a bit of a graphical upgrade from being on the Xbox One S. Um, you know, a bit of a boost because it looks kind of shitty um well you're playing on the one s weren't you yeah i am and i'm so, hoping that it, it still looks better than it would have on the standard xbox i thought it looked okay i just i don't know i found the characters in the game look bad yeah. like they look really cartoony bad um there's also a lot of just it, it looks like 360 graphics or you know PlayStation no, you need to go back and play 360 um, games yeah maybe maybe yeah. it's just like my expectation what they looked like well because you've played Uncharted 4 mm. and like Frostbite engine games from EA and shit yeah like and I'm this, playing this Need looks... for Speed at the moment the old kind of old game yeah. but it looks fucking magnificent it's one of the best looking games I've well played. I've just gone back and uh, 
you know, decided to, with Tanya sitting next to me, go back and place through um, The Last of Us. And that looks fucking spectacular yeah. compared well, to Well, that's this. a magnificent fucking yeah. game visually. And this is, yeah, this was the HD upgrade, so yeah. you know, it was remastered. Yeah. But it still looks better yeah. and facial features think, are better. Um, I think Sniper Ghost Warrior, I heard it's open world. I played a little is, bit of yeah. it. I only played the yeah. prologue. Well, they tried to make it open world. Obviously, you've still got certain paths and tracks, but yeah. not like the other ones where it was simply go from here to there through this I, tunnel. I feel like um, as soon as you go down the open world track, you inevitably lose a lot of graphic yeah, you do. graphic fidelity because yeah. you need that power mm, elsewhere. Very much so. And so, yeah, that, that kind of fucked with it, I think. But does it balance out losing, like, making the sacrifice of the graphics to have open world? Is the open world enough that it... Like, do you get a better... Does your experience balance out, I suppose? I, I didn't think so. Yeah, no. I, I, do you think they could have got away with just not making an open world and just stick to the tried and true I think linear depending like I, I haven't spent that much time exploring it either Yeah, but it gives you you know a very direct kind of path to take anyway yeah, so, so you're not really your exploring to go and, yeah so I'm sure there are maybe side quests and shit you can do, but and I haven't even really come to up with that. Yeah, and I think maybe if they did it, um, but to a smaller scale, you know, like where yeah. instead of having a completely open world, they have it mission-based, and it's like, okay, well, you need to go to this part here, and instead of having it so singularly accessible yeah. have it maybe a few ways to do it or yeah you know, a bit wider but there are a few yeah. games that do it that way that instead of being completely open world it just like has three yeah. or four strategic which is kind of cool yeah but so anyway. they could have done that but i don't know there's the sniping in the game is actually fun i did enjoy that and yeah. you know when you when you do snipe somebody and you get a like a fatality kill like it, it you know focuses in on the bullet and it zooms in and it'll do like the headshot cinematic type thing yeah which is where just, the head caves in or blows uh, out not, the wall not too it. bad it just kind of shows a bit of red and then there's red on the ground yeah uh, it's, like, it's, it's not like chunks of brain no, half the head's still yeah. on and it's twitching so it's it's no. yeah certainly not as gorgeous over, over the top as it could have been I don't yeah. know about over the top, like realistic would probably be. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I suppose you don't really want to see that, do you? Well, not. some people don't. Some yeah, people do, though. snipers who blow people's heads off, yeah. then, yeah, you kind of would think maybe, yeah, I'd uh, mm. like to see how that fucking blew that dude's head off. <laughs> Instead of just, oh, there's some red on they the just ground. jump on the internet, the yeah. dark web. True. Just watch that shit. But anyway. But anyway, um... <laughs> Yeah, it's been developed and published by CI Games. Um, Are they the guys who've done who've done all of them? Um, good question. Great question. Yeah, probably a question. They probably are. I'd say so. Yeah, I would imagine so. But it, it was made on the Cry Engine, which is now a little bit old as well. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's certainly not. Uh, you know, I mean, the Cry Engine's been around for fucking ten years or more. Yeah, it's probably been updated and stuff but yeah but it's you know I, I honestly think they could have done a bit of a better job with it the story mode the acting in it is kind of piss poor for yeah. what they you know what you expect nowadays as well yeah I noticed uh, that just watching it I was like what the fuck is this yeah like the, the talking is just really bland and like yeah. they're not having a conversation it's like Hey, little brother, look fucking bored of shit doing this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's kind of weird. But then there's things like, you know, just little bits that we expect nowadays that they didn't put in it. Like the right in the very first scene of the prologue kind of thing. Like there's this kid that is, you know, he's sitting on the ground and he's got his sniper rifle and his brother comes in and they're having a bit of a chat and. Then all of a sudden they wander off together and the kid's just got the gun somehow magically connected to his back. There's no strap or his shoulder <laughs> or anything. And yeah, it's just fucking weird. Like you just see things like that nowadays and you go, what? 
It just looks dumb. Well, you know what happened to me when I was playing it? I was watching it, and they walk away, and then he's like, oh, remember how we used to play hide-and-seek? Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, yeah, and he turns around, and the kid's gone. And I was like, oh, this must be a prologue. He's, I've got to hide. Yeah, or, yeah like, got to go I've find him or something. Got to practice my sniper skills by hiding or something. Yeah. No, just skip, skip to, to the, the next, next thing. thing. I'm like, I what? I did the same thing, yeah. I was just like... Because you expect it wow, to be playable like, at that point. Is this going to teach me how to do tracking or yeah. something? You know, But yeah. it's like, nope. Then it skips to like... 20 years in the future yeah and then wolves attack you and you've got to try and shoot them with a fucking sniper rifle yeah. I'm like what the fuck and then it your mate kills weird. him and you're like he's like you're lucky I'm here it's like yeah I fucking suppose it is <laughs> exactly I'd be fucked otherwise <laughs> yeah I know no that was a bit weird because it kept saying things like well there's it says hold down uh, RT the controls are real fucking weird eh? they are yeah and not not weird in a good way yeah. at all which is a shame what was it but, like one that was like hold down a button to be able to jump over stuff or something yeah it says on it hold down RT to melee or to um, vault over to vault. stuff yeah and it's like nah that doesn't do anything like you hold it down and if you're if that action is not something that is available right there yeah. it doesn't do anything yeah and well, then the I other got thing to a cliff kinda... face and I was like, oh, I've got to jump. So I held down that button, fell straight yeah, off the cliff. Because you've got to press X to jump. Yeah, you've got to press X to jump. <laughs> I was like, what? And then I'm like, where the fuck do I jump? Yeah. So yeah, so that was kind of weird. But just that kind of experience to get you off to, just get you off yeah, to a bad start. Bad start. But yeah, I, I did that. Like at one stage, I wanted to um, take a dude out so you know I snuck up behind him and I was going to shank him yeah as you just do. gave him a letter that said will you go out with me yes or no yeah maybe my friend wants to know <laughs> and he said yes and then you went to a nice place yeah. and took him out exactly that was the go but it said hold down RT to deliver the letter no um, to- <laughs> and you did it and you vaulted and you shot over him, him in the head <laughs> you fucking jumped over his head he was like what whoa and then we started fighting yeah um but <laughs> it said, yeah, hold down to melee. So I'm coming up behind this dude and he's just kind of standing there. And then it says, oh, he's going to find the bodies. We've got to take him out. And I'm like, fuck. And I'm holding down RT yeah. thinking, is it going to do anything? Like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? Did you get him? I ended up somehow, I must have like somehow let it go and then put it on like with a twitch yeah. or something. And I shot him. You shot him? Yeah. So you didn't melee him at no, all? at all. And I'm like, that's fucking annoying. I think yeah. that was the point where you see the guy standing at the fire and there's another guy mm-hmm. and your brother goes, you take this one, I'll take that one. Or Yeah. And then I was like, okay. <laughs> and shot him right from where we were standing. <laughs> yeah. And then he walked up and like meleeed the other guy and I was like, <laughs> well, we got him. <laughs> well, that happened. I didn't know I was supposed to melee I, him. I played the prologue a couple of times because the first time I did it, um, I think something fucked out with the drone when I was playing with the drone it, the game just froze or something so because I hadn't actually gotten anywhere that doesn't surprise me I got back to like the main menu because I had to exit out so I had to play through that part again and then I'd done all the same bits and I was like alright well fuck this I'm not even going to try and like punch the wolf to death because the wolf attacks you at the start yeah and it jumps on your face and it's like I'm holding down RT and it's doing <laughs> fucking nothing and then it's going just press X and I punched the wolf three times in the head and then my brother goes oh it's dead now and it's like a fucking wolf dies by getting punched three times like why didn't I stab this I've got fucking ammo all over me what the fuck is going on anyway um so anyway, I ran up to these two dudes by the fire and yeah. he's like, you know, let's take him out. And I'm like, yeah, sweet. So I pull out the gun, shoot one dude in the head. And then as he's running up to go and melee the other guy, instead of just shooting them from where we were standing, yeah. the guy turns around and he's fucking shooting at me and I nearly died. <laughs> and I'm like, this is dumb as fuck. Like, what is happening with this dumb game? And anyway, then, yeah. But it, it's a really... Uh, I don't know, there's... Sure, if you like the other two sniper games, it you know might be worth playing. Um, Well, the interesting about interesting thing about it was that they held back on the multiplayer mode. Mm, Yeah, because there's nothing available. Yeah, they said they put out a press release or something, and they were like, "So 
the game is only single player because we wanted to focus on single player to make it a great experience rather than splitting our team to make multiplayer, which is reasonable. Yeah. If your single player mode is it's good, like top exceptional. level, yeah. exceptional. Mm. Um, but they're like, we'll put in multiplayer later. Yeah. So like, fuck, you're going to have to be a pretty gun hope player. Like that seems like a massive waste of development time. Yeah, true. To put in an entire multiplayer mode mm. on a game that people have already put away and moved on away, moved on. Which from. we were talking about in the last episode of yeah. not, not going back and playing things. That's just mm. for DLC, but this is an entire multiplayer yeah, mode, which is right. like, what? I mean, you're relying on the people who haven't traded it back in going, mm. oh, maybe it's worth playing now because there's multiplayer, because the single player experience was a bit of a letdown. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. but I, don't know. I mean, seriously, if. Uh, if you're looking at it just to give it a go, um, it's definitely not up to scratch in my mind compared to other games yeah, that, are, that available. are available at the moment and other things that if you have missed out on, don't get this before those ones. <laughs> There's yeah. much better other games. I'd probably, at this point right now, I'd probably give it maybe a two, two and a half at the very stretch. Out of out five. Out of five yeah. drop bears. So, yeah, don't... Um, don't bust your balls getting it. Yeah. Um, certainly wouldn't buy it at full price. Yeah. It's a 12-month down the track, 80% off kind of purchase. And yeah. that's if you can be fucked by yeah. that point. So, anyway. I mean, they might improve it with patching, but it is disappointing. Yeah. Especially when they make a public statement saying we focused on the single player to make it exceptional. Yeah. And then to have it not be. Not, yeah, exactly. And it's not just yeah. us having a shit experience with it like there's everyone that's pretty much the consensus Mm, yeah Metacritic's pretty much got it at like 57 out of 100 kind of thing so yeah it's not it hasn't been well taken by everyone Um, and you say like maybe they could fix it by patching but it's not a lot of the stuff is not things that in my mind are patchable like it's the actual gameplay and things like that that are just awkward and yeah. that's from a, a ground up design kind of thing and I understand like they, it's a fucking it's a big task you know and they probably try to do their best but it's a fucking big effort so yeah it's um, almost like they yeah started out trying to get it for the you know PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 and that was their like development plan, and then That's it just weird. got really out of control. Yeah. And it's been five years since they actually <laughs> wanted to bring it out, and then they brought it know. out. So, oh well, it's a bit disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, one more quick thing before we wrap this up is a rumor that I saw just before we started recording, which is Uh-oh. that PlayStation could have a new console to release to compete with the Project Scorpio from Xbox by the end of 2018 which is a year after the Scorpio comes out but um, most likely mm. we'll see something about that at E3 which is a month away now yeah it's getting close getting exciting by the time we record next we will have Prey hopefully to talk about mm. um, depending on how long it takes us to record today's the 1st of May the 17th of May Injustice 2 comes out Fuck, by the next time we record, we might be talking about E3 2018. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but more importantly, on the 5th of May, which is the day that Prey comes out, an even bigger game comes out, AFL Evolution. Whoop, whoop. So yeah. if you've been a long-time listener of the show, you know that we that like Susie AFL. Susie still wants her copy of AFL. Live, yeah. <laughs> We've talked about AFL Live, AFL Live too, so... Um, tradition mm. means that we must therefore talk about AFL evolution when it yeah. comes out so and hopefully it's an evolution I mean from the little videos that I've seen the graphics look like they're pretty average yeah. but most of the game you're playing from a like a pretty far away view of yeah, the field true. so yeah. the character models but then when you go to kicking and stuff like that then character models look a bit sh- like set shots and yeah. stuff but yeah. anyway as long as the gameplay is good, that's what matters. They can fucking fix the graphics on further iterations. Because yeah, what sure. we really want is an AFL game 
that's awesome plays well yeah so and hopefully it's better than cricket yeah anyway we're going to wrap this up um so we will hopefully be talking to you very soon uh, and we will be talking about those games hopefully yeah so uh have fun playing all the games you're playing yeah let us know if you've played any of the games we've talked about today and what your thoughts were and if you like adam sandler movies let us know which are your favorites podcast at dropbeargaming.com um check out the glyph yeah we'll talk to you next time all right peace